You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 17 minutes after 9 South African time. You are tuning in, listening to the discussion. And our topic tonight is dating and eloping in Islam. I've got about 16 questions in total. And uh, I was ju- just speaking earlier on to my beloved Honorable Fabile Toulouse-Tad. Uh, some questions are very sad, very, very, very sad. And please, I'm asking the listeners out there, let's not use vulgar words. And then I'm not allowed to read your question out on the airwaves because I see one or two or three questions. Uh, the listeners are angry. Uh, they're using some ugly, vulgar words. And I read it out to my beloved senior Ustad. And he says that uh, what is happening to the woman. But anyway, anyway, let's go to my beloved Fabila to Ustad. And I know, of course, I, I, <laughs> uh, to that brother Farouk, where he says that, uh, but Mulana Salim Karim, that's, that's a gnome uh, that everyone has to date. I mean, you have the urge looking at girls. And don't tell me you and respected Mulana Salim didn't look at girls in you guys' uh, prime when you guys were in the teens. But anyway, let's go to my beloved Fadila to Ustad Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our grandest brother Farooq Adri Azim, is mm. just now giving himself up, unfortunately, of what he does. Mm. As far as Islam is concerned, Allah has addressed us in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Say to the believing men to lower their gaze. Mm. And say to the believing women that they should also lower their gaze. Haq. Hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it is human that insan will make mistakes. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the first glance which happens unintentionally is forgiven by Allah. But the person continues staring mm. and looking at women that is haram. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put the fire of Jahannam into his eyes. So if he is saying that, you know, did we look at girls? Most probably we did. I'm not saying we have made toba. We were school, yes, we were young, of we course, now, it happens, we are in the bazaar sometimes, unexpectedly these things happen. We are not farishtas. Number two, brother, you want to date girls. Mm. I want to ask you something now. When you go to the showroom and you want to buy a car, gee, there's a demo model there, somebody has used it. Two, three people has used that car. Touch that car, handle that car. And there's a brand new car. Which car are you going to take? Yes, Ustad. Hmm. I want to ask Brother Farooq. He must answer that question to me, inshallah. Which car? Marana, when you go to the Edgars and you go to all these top shops, they tell you, you no underwear is supposed to be exchanged. If you took it home, it's something private. Hmm. You worry. It touched the body. It's unhealthy. Yes. Unethical. <clears throat> you cannot bring the garment back to the store and say, I want to replace it. It will not be accepted. So, Marana, a girl, she's an amanet. You are going to date her tomorrow, you're going to dump her. Astaghfirullah. Who's going to marry her? I have a sister. I'm going to ask Brother Father, will you allow your sister to go out? Mm. Let the whole neighborhood see, see her in the public. I don't think he would do that. So Islam is talking about haya and modesty. So when a girl gets married, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
asked the Sahabi, when he found out that he got married, who did you marry? And he said, Ya Rasulullah, I married a widow. Rasulullah said, why didn't you marry a virgin? She would have tasted of you and you would have tasted with her, which means that you would have had such a wonderful time with her, understanding, love, care, respect. So Islam has given us a formula that do it the halal way. That's what I'm trying to say. By dating, it's not going to solve the problem because you're, the lady that you are want to date, she's not a commodity. She's an amanat, she's somebody's daughter. You have to safeguard her izzat. Not only her, her father, the ulama, society has to safeguard the izzat of that girl. So tomorrow, Somebody was dating that girl, and somebody going to ask me, Olana, do you know that girl? And now that, girl, that boy is no more with her anymore. He found another partner. Uh. What answer do you give to the public, one? That's why Sharia is very clear. You close the door, fitna, there and there. 100% Ustaz. Alhamdulillah, you like the girl. Parents are happy, subhanAllah. The next important thing, make the nikah, and thereafter, you are free as a bird, inshallah, do what you want. I see, I, 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 I see Brother Farouk says, but Mulana Salim, I don't mind at all my daughter getting to know the boy. But as long as I get to know what, what she does and whereabouts, Ustad, this is Brother Farouk. I totally disagree. I, don't, I disagree with him, Ustad. Mulana, such a weak reasoning, I cannot believe this. You know, we, we have as, as adults and as parents, we have something which is called integrity. Indeed. The integrity of my family, my daughter, my, my wife and my family, Mulana. I would not expose my daughter or anybody to do such things. It brings great disrespect. Sure. And tomorrow, you will be as a father gone. See, this young daughter of yours will be left alone. People will talk. You can see what is happening in society with social media and the news flies everywhere. That girl now is regarded as scrap, sorry, in inverted commas. Mm. Who did this? As parents, we allowed our daughters and sons to date. Imagine if you keep dating one girl after the other. What type of a society are we building? Will you allow that for your mother? That's why Rasulullah asked the Sahabi. A young man came to Rasulullah in the mosque. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, give me ijazat, give me permission. I want to commit zina. In the mosque, direct question to Rasulullah. Give me permission to commit zina. Sahaba Kiram got so angry, he wanted to pick this person up. Rasulullah mm. said, sit down. He said to the young man, come near me. Let your knees touch my knees. And look at the wisdom and hikmah, how Rasulullah, look at the question. Give me permission to commit zina. Sure. Who's this young man? Rasulullah asked him a question, do you have a mother? And he said, gee, Rasulullah, I have a mother. Would you love somebody to commit zina with your mother? Mm. He says, no, not possible, Ya Rasulullah. You got a sister? He says, gee, Ya Rasulullah, I have a sister. Would you like someone to commit zina with your sister? He says, no. Do you have an aunt? He says, gee, Ya Rasulullah, I have an aunt. Would you like somebody to commit zina with your aunt? He says, no, Ya Rasulullah. Subhanallah. Rasulullah said to him, mm. if you are going to commit zina, it's going to be somebody's mother, somebody's daughter, somebody's sister, somebody's aunt. As you don't want it for anybody in your family, how can 
Zina be permissible. And then Rasulullah said to him, come more closer to me. Uh. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam put his hand, Mubarak hand, on this young man's heart and gave him a dua. Ki Allahumma tahir qalbahu. Oh Allah, cleanse the heart of this young man. Wa ahsin farjahu. And Allah protect his private part. Subhanallah. So, brother uh, Umar Farooq, we agree to disagree. Indeed, indeed. Career doesn't change. Till the day of Qiyamah, people will change, time will change, but the Quran and Sunnah will never change. Shariat has given us the stick. Shariat has given us formula. Alhamdulillah, how to proceed as far as nikah is. Alhamdulillah, over the years you have seen our parents you know, our parents never knew what was dating. Go back 40, 50 years, those who are married 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. This was never, ever heard about. Illa, mashallah, you ever heard somebody eloped in those days. Today it has become a fashion. But we want to follow the West. After the age of 18, you're free. You can do anything. You can take your parents to court. You can get an interdict. And you can do whatever you want. I'm 18 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm free. I'm an adult. And according to South African law, I'm entitled. Mm. Ustad, listen to this one here. The question to the brother who said he will allow his daughter to know the guy. What will happen if your daughter committed zina with a boy? You're allowing her to get to know and she don't end up getting married. This is a brother from falseness. Ustad, the sister says here, maybe Molana Salim Karim and Molana Arafat, they're not understanding what brother Farouk, how he's coming across to you guys. Maybe you guys are both not understanding. And I would like to share my story to Molana Salim Karim from Ladiesmith. I am 40 years old. I was looking for a man of deen. When I saw my husband, I said he was the one for me. And few months after, I see cops looking for him and he was arrested and sentenced for seven years. And after he came out on parole, he had not mentioned his habits before nikah. And he put me on hold for seven years. And after he got out, I fell pregnant. And he given me talak before birth. So, Mulana Salim Karim, I did what was right, but regret why I put myself in this. Because if I dated, I would have known where I am putting myself into. Ustad, you agree to the sister, anonymous sister? Molana, you know, there's so many ways to camouflage. Mm. Like we can become such actors, Molana, we will act like Wali. Mm. Mm. As I said to you, Allahumma inni a'uzu bika min al-fitani ma zahara minha wa ma batan. Molana, externally, I can do, I can project myself to be the most pious. Sufi, that you can get the most handsome person. Yes. The way I talk, the way I present myself, Malana, I can swipe anybody off their feet. Sure. But what am I at home inside me? That's what I said. You need to do your homework. As much as she found out about the brother, mm. maybe she didn't do enough homework by dating. I don't think he, he would have covered his tracks very well. Yes, Ustad. Yes. Make no mistake. He would have, because he was desperate. He was happy. Maybe she was a, Alhamdulillah, a very good person. But unfortunately, sometimes we don't do our homework properly. We have to do, in this zamana, Molana, you can't take anything on face value anymore. Unfortunately, you, in fact, I'm, I'm suggesting sometimes, Molana, it's better to do, you know, a, a, a lie test. Because <laughs> men are lying so much, Molana, they need to go for a polygraph test. Because you know something about this character. 
There's no smoke without fire, Mulana, or no fire without smoke. Sometimes the person is so good, he's a master at his art, the way he speaks and convinces you, Mulana, he'll swipe you off your feet. Mm. The point what I'm saying to say to the sister, the, you have to do your homework. <coughs> yes, you feel, alhamdulillah, you feel bad inside you that this is what he's done to you, and I made a mistake. But anyway, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ghafoorul rahim. I'm not sure about what the current state of the marriage is, but we make dua for you that Allah Ta'ala make it easy for you. The bottom line, for all other parents, it is important that, Wallahi, please do your homework. That's all I'm saying to you. Mm-hmm. Don't take anybody's word for granted. Don't take anything on face value. Do not judge a book by its cover. Please, do your homework thoroughly. Go through with a fine form for every aspect. And Rasulullah warned us that check properly before you give your daughter to anybody. Because once the nikah is made, she almost like comes a prisoner to her husband. Mm. There's nothing else she can do. She cannot come out of that nikah. So, so dating does it mean? Mm. So dating is, dating is not the solution, Ustad, because the sister says maybe, yes. Definitely not, Monana. Forget now. Now they want to show the parents a point. They want to show society a point. Uh. So now let's run. Take the girl and run. And I think Mufti Saab has explained so many times that when you are going to elope and do these types of nikah secretly, this nikah is not valid. See, Mufti Saab, mm-hmm. I think he has a lot of questions and answers on that topic. If you really want to run, then fafirru ilallah. You know, if your parents are not agreeing, because you want to run away and marry somebody secretly, that's what, what is the meaning of eloping, that you want to take the girl and secretly run with her and go and get married. The different types of eloping. I'm not going to go into details of that. Mm. Shariat said, Alhamdulillah, if your parents don't agree, go to your uncles to speak about it. Go to your nana, go to your dada, go to the ulama of the town and say, look, I'm happy to marry this boy, this akhlaq, and my parents are being difficult, being unrealistic. Go and seek help. But to run away, to elope, and as I said to ulama, People are now, what are they doing, the youngsters? Mm. They're running, and they go straight to the court and get court registered. No way to start. Mm, yes, mm, 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 mm. The same father, he thinks that, you know what, they can't do anything without my permission. So there are other people who are advising them to do wrong. They go straight to court, get registered, and then an interdict is taken out against mm. the father or the brother or the uncle that they cannot interfere verbally or physically or cannot come anywhere within 500 meters from them. SubhanAllah. Is this what we want? And the whole town knows about it. It's publicized on social media. So much of zillat, so much of disrespect. So sometimes as parents, we need to sit down with our children. That is why I said to you in the beginning, Molana, we talk about every other thing on the eating table. Why can't we start at a young age with our children trying to explain to them what is married, quote some examples to them, and see what is happening in our neighborhood, in our own family. Maybe it's your cousin, maybe it's your sister. See what has happened. Try and take ibrah, try and take and learn some lessons so that you don't make the mistake and you don't get caught in the same mistake. So we need to be talking about marriage to our children, the mothers to the daughters, the fathers to the sons. Alhamdulillah, there's lots of marriage classes taking place. Every weekend, alhamdulillah, there are sisters and alims and alimas who are doing these discourses. Send our daughters there. Send our boys to the alims. 
inshallah, so that they can learn. Give them the tools to make sure that they make the right choices. <laughs> the ulama and the alimas will teach them, okay, if you're faced with this dilemma or this problem, yes. handle it like this. Indeed. Go and do this, go and do that. So subhanAllah, I am trained well. I know how to deal with an emergency. I know how to deal with situations. So I think this is where, inshallah, if we teach our children values and how to go about it, alhamdulillah, there's no need for us to stress about <laughs> But unfortunately, it's, it's become fashion. It's the norm. That we go dating, mashallah, the flashy cars, flashy clothes, smart diamond rings, subhanAllah, we're flashing, we got it, Facebook, everywhere, subhanAllah, everybody knows about it. That diamond, I think, I mean, I don't know, if I have diamonds, I'm not going to expose that. I'm going to put it in a vault, not even the bank manager or anybody can see it, only I have the key to that vault. So your wife is like a diamond, you're going to expose her. The lady that you want to get married to, Murana? No. Islam is a beautiful deen. And, ji, apni adat ko ibadat bana, as they say. You know, you have to change it and make it worthy of Allah Ta'ala's acceptance. So it's simple. Make a proposal and inshallah, do your homework and get married. From there, you will learn, inshallah, after you married. Yes, we will make mistakes, we'll fall. No marriage is perfect. Mm. None of us are perfect. Yes, Ustad. We all have faults, <clears throat> and we are going to learn by our faults. Mm. I see uh, I see. there's a 17-year-old girl, Ustad. I'm 17 years of age, and uh, I can't believe I'm listening to you guys. My dad doesn't know I'm sending you people a message. My dad is having affairs upon affairs. He has so many girlfriends. So what happens to my mommy? Mulana Salim, if my dad has a girlfriend, is it okay for me to have a boyfriend? 17 years old, Ustad. Mulana, as parents, we're supposed to be role models. All of us are shepherds and we're responsible for those who are under our care. The father is responsible for his wife and children. The Ustad is responsible for his students. The king and president is responsible for his subject. Mm. The boss and the, the, the business partner is responsible for his staff. It goes on. What example is this father? Molana mm. is inviting the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What respect does he have for the mother? As this young girl is asking a question, and what's wrong with me having a boyfriend? Of course. Do you see the effect? Do you see the harm? You can see the destruction sure. that happens to your child. By our wrongdoing, we're destroying a masum child. So the right thing the daughter should know, inshallah, go to an alima, inshallah, go to the elders of the family, try somewhat to stop this wrong that's being committed. Man munkiran, see a wrong being done, a guna being committed, don't keep quiet. Otherwise, you're going to be part and parcel of it. Go and stop it with your hand. How do you stop it with your hand? means that if you are in a position of authority and somebody respects you, alhamdulillah, whatever you are going to say, the person is going to be embarrassed and he's going to stop. Do it. And if you can't do it with your hands, you don't have the strength, you don't have the verbal power, then speak to him. For Bilisani. Mm. Bilisani. Mm. Talk to the person. Go up to him. Daddy, 
What you're doing is haram. Yes. You are so unfair to mommy. What examples are you setting for your siblings? You're supposed to be the father. You're supposed to be the head of this family. We're supposed to be role models. We adore you as a daughter. I adore you, daddy. But what you are doing is haram. I'm absolutely disgraced and embarrassed to have a father like you. Talk about it. Seek help from the family. Speak to your nana or nani and dada or daddy. Go and speak to the elders to stop the wrong. And Fa'illam, yes, you're not in that position because he may hit you and destroy you. And at least in your heart, feel bad that what my father is doing is haram. But that father needs to get his head checked up. Really. You know, to do this to his wife and yet is an innocent child. What's going to be her future, Marana? Tomorrow she's going to get married. Would what, would what frame of mind, would what mindset will she be going to her husband's house? How is she going to cope? Marana, she's already destroyed emotionally, mm. mentally. How is she going to focus on her marriage, Marana? Mm. So that father needs to be taken to task. In whichever way, the ulama to get involved, the elders of the family, to correct the wrong. Mm. Yes, we all make mistakes, as I said to you. But we have to learn from our mistakes. Twenty minutes uh, to ten o'clock. Uh, Brother Farouk says, "Are you telling me?" He says, "Your Ustad, that Islam forbid love." Brother Farouk, Ustad. Islam, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, has created hundred portions of love, and only one portion of love Allah Park sent to this dunya. That's why you see. Love between father and child, mother and child. Animals love their little ones. Gee, so much of love that you see. And 99% of love Allah shall give to us on the day of Qiyamah. <laughs> Number two, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. You're talking about love, Farubai. Let me tell you a waqiyah. Mm. Inshallah, it'll help you. Ameen. Hadrat Barira radiallahu ta'ala and Hadrat Mughir, let me tell you. Mm. It was two sahabi rasulullah. You know, the law of Shariat was when they were slaves, they could get married to each other. But once they get their freedom, then they have an option to opt out of the marriage. Because now they have got their freedom. There's a difference between a slave and a free person. So Hadrat Muziz and Hadrat Barira. Hadrat Barira radiallahu ta'ala anha, she was the khadima of Hadrat Aisha. She used to help Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala with the housework. And she loved Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. And Hadrat Muhis loved her too. Hmm. He was really ashik on her, Marana. That's why I'm trying to say the Sahaba Ikram had love for their wives. You have no idea what love they had. Gee, you're talking about love. I want to ask Farouk Bhai, he must describe what is love. Maybe I want to hear his description. What is love, inshallah, Let hmm. me finish this walk here. When Hadrat Barira radiallahu ta'ala brought, brought her freedom... Hmm. And Rasulul, and they loved each other. They were inseparable. They were real Layla and Majnu. So much of love they had for each other. That's the type of love couples supposed to have. That I must be missing my wife every minute. See? That type of love Allah must give to the couple. But when she got the freedom, she said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, I'm now free. Mughis is still a slave. And I don't want to be with him. I have the option of coming out of the nikah, and I don't want to be with him. When Hazrat Mughir came to know about this, he was so ashik on her that he was crying like a little baby and walking the gullies of Medina. Sure. 
in the love of Hazrat Badira. We'll talk about love. I'm telling him, inshallah. Check it out in the books of reference. You'll find it there. He was walking the gullies of Medina and he was crying, sobbing. But she said, no, I don't want to be in your nikah. I have, a, I have the opportunity to opt. So one day Rasulullah called. And he said to Hazrat Barira, Barira, can you see the state of Mughis? He's so ashik on you. He loves you so much. Huh. He's now so emotional that you don't want to continue with him. Is there a possibility for you to reconsider your decision? As ulama, we always do this. We just didn't go for talaq, you know. Just fire up. No, we try to reconcile the marriage. We try to work on the marriage. Eventually, when we see that there is no hope, then we say, okay, fine. Give one talaq a bind and then mm. call it a day. So she was very brilliant. And Rasulullah said to her, Maurice, uh, Hadrat Barira, is there a possibility of you reconsidering your decision and taking back? Mm. See what she asked Rasulullah. Mm-hmm. She asked Rasulullah a question. Ya Rasulullah, are you advising me or are you instructing me? Allah, Akbar. Mm. Ya Rasulullah, see the beauty. Women were vocal. They spoke. They spoke their heart out to Rasulullah. They fought for their rights. But which right? Which confirms with the Quran and Sunnah. So she asked Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, you're asking me to reconsider my decision. Is this a suggestion or is this an instruction for me? Rasulullah said, no, it's not an instruction. It is just my advice and opinion that you should consider. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm so sorry. I will not reconcile with you. <laughs> if... Rasulullah said, it's my instruction. She definitely would never have went against what Rasulullah suggested. But see the justice, equality Rasulullah gave her. She's free to make a decision. Nobody can force her. So, Ya Rasulullah, are you instructing me or are you advising me? If you're instructing me, then inshallah, I will do as per instruction. But if you're advising me and giving me an opinion, Ya Rasulullah, I won't take him back. This was the love Hadrat Mughis has for Hadrat Barira. Sahaba Kiram. And this love comes after Nikah. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, You cannot see two lovers together. How Allah unites the heart in just five seconds. I didn't know the girl from a bar of soap. I didn't know my wife. I proposed, alhamdulillah, in a few days I got married. Uh. And the day I made my nikah, how Allah generates love and muhabbat, the chemistry, the attraction, the bond that starts immediately, subhanAllah. Nowhere in the world can you see such a miracle that when you do it according to the sunnah of Rasulullah, what muhabbat, what jellying takes place between two people. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so he's talking about love. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, you don't know what love is. Love is when you see two people for the pleasure of Allah when they get married, the muhabbat that mm. the gel that Allah creates between them. Islam is a beautiful deen, brother. Mm, 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 mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Subhanallah. 14 uh, minutes uh, to 10 o'clock, you are tuning in, listening to uh, the discussion. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Ustad, there's so many, many, many questions. Let's go to this one, says here, uh, Mulana Salim, my husband, 
ran away with our 17-year-old daughter's best friend. We took her like a daughter, that little witch. He used to call her my bachu, Ustad. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made it so clear when it came to the rules of hijab. Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu kulli azwajik wa banatik wa nisa'il mu'mineen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, O Prophet of Allah, Ya ayyuhan nabiyyu kulli azwajik, say to your wives, wa banatik, to your daughters, and to the believing women, cover yourself, observe the rules of hijab and niqab. No ghair mahram woman should walk into your house. You're not supposed to make salam to them. You're not supposed to talk to them. You're not supposed to chit-chat with them. They are ghair mahram. You need to observe the rules of parda. She was walking in. She's 17 years old. Shaitan, Iblis, as I said to you, will whisper things, what's what? He set the scene up for failure for you. So now, it's a lesson for us to learn that we cannot allow. That is why Shariat said, no wife should describe to her husband another woman. Many times it happens when you go to weddings. Mm. Mm. Your wife must have seen the auntie that maybe you know, or the Mm -hmm. family know. Mm And you say, Masha'Allah, she was wearing such a beautiful abaya. She was so beautiful. She was stunning. She's gorgeous. She's awesome. See? What did Rasulullah say to you? Do not, as a woman, as a wife, describe another woman to your husband. Mm. It's opening the doors of fitna. So if we are going to let young girls like this come in our home, and we're not observing the rules of hijab and parada, then this is going to be the natija. It's so heartbreaking that the daughter's friends, she came. But look at her niyat also. So as I said, Mulana, you get the sugar daddy's thing. Mm. I'm going to get money, mashallah, get the attention. And not realizing that what harm she's doing, she's destroyed the family. She's, just, she's lost a good friend. See? What integrity has she got? What are the parents of that girl who did this? What are they doing? They've destroyed the whole ummah. They've destroyed mm. the whole community. They've destroyed the whole family. They say, As you have done for them, Allah will turn the tables on you. But we also need to take precaution. Mm. We also need to safeguard ourselves, who we allow to into our homes and who is not allowed into our homes. And the rules of hijab and parza, that is why it is haram. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi salatu salam said, Do you know who is a pious woman? Mm. Is one. It was that who looks after her chastity. Mm. When the husband looks at her, he's pleased. Number three, when he goes out on journey, she looks after her chastity mm. and she looks after his wealth. Alhamdulillah. But here is the man. You can see, actually, he's a coward. As I said, as you know, they use the, the word that you're exploiting and destroying your own family just because of your lust and desire for which you are going to pay in this dunya and you're going to be answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave you a halal wife. Allah has given you this beautiful daughter. Daughter, She's going to get married tomorrow. She's going to make a home. You are doing such a great injustice to this daughter. Imagine the public comes to know about it. 
this is what you did. They would say, well, you can't get married in that home. That daughter also maybe yeah. do the same thing. Yes, Ustad, correct. You know, yeah. really, Mulana, are we, are, we, have, are we thinking or are we, are we drunk? I don't know what word to use, Mulana. Yeah. That uh, husband or that father needs a good hiding, Mulana. Really, I'm serious. <laughs> destroy a life like this, Mulana, to destroy a family. Not acceptable. <laughs> It's sad that we don't have Islamic law here. Listen to this. Listen to this one, Ustad. Uh, my 14 year old daughter ran away with her cousin. Of course, the, the, we, we thought they were cousins, so, you know, cousins get together, whatever. This was the family saying here, because they love each other. It's two weeks now, no sign of them. Please request for du'as. Ustad, 14 year old daughter ran away with her cousin, Ustad. Well, now, this is what I'm saying. You know, again, let's reiterate. Rasulullah said, a brother-in-law. Huh. Let's start from there. Uh-huh. The brother-in-law, my brother, as we are staying together in one house, Rasulullah said, Alhamdulillah, mm. a brother-in-law is like death, is like poison, is like snake. You know how dangerous the snake is, Murana? It's like poison. It's like moth. Because the least mm. I will ever think that my brother will interfere with my wife. Mm. I trust my brother so much. I love my brother so much. My brother has got so much respect for me. He will never dare interfere with my wife or even look at her with lust or desire. Rasulullah said, Alhamu Mawtam. Beware of the brother-in-law. He is like death. You know, how, many, how many homes broke like this? That the sister, Shanghai, her own big sister, mm. and she ran away with the husband. Allahu Akbar. Just two, 14 years old, can you imagine? We we become so complacent, Mulana. We're not even seeing where our daughters, you know, in the olden days, Mulana, it was not permissible, it was not even allowed for our daughters to sleep at their, even their aunt's or uncle's house. The parents were so strict. <clears throat> you want to go to the function, you want to go there till Maghrib or Isha time, you can go, I will pick you up. They will never, ever allow a young girl and a young daughter to sleep over, even at an uncle's place. The most safest of all places at the aunt's place. Mm, 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 because mm. they had a vision. Anything can happen. Shaitan can twist and turn and disrupt the whole life. So now the parents said that they are cousins. Nice. If, as Sharia says, if it was a normal type of a situation, it's nice to get married amongst cousins. SubhanAllah, because you know your your cousin sister or your cousin brother is more muhabbat, there'll be more love. Yes, Sharia say don't get too married in too close. The family does have some effect as far as the kids are concerned. But inshallah, if you want to get married amongst family members and cousins, Sharia allows it. But 14 years old, what responsibility do they know? They're gone. You'll have to report them missing at the police station. We have to find out where they have gone and so that inshallah we can bring them back to book. We can bring them back to safety. And we have to make dua, lead a lot of istighfar and tawbah, Allah bring them back safely. And when they come back, inshallah, we need to take responsible action, get the ulama involved, get the social workers involved, inshallah. And if they are of a marriageable age, and I'm sure they are 14 years old, and mm. if we feel that, look, there's no other way, because I'm sure if they have ran away, Mulana, there's definitely going to be some sort of intimacy, some sort of haram activities taking place. And Allah forbid, that she's still park and she's pure. Mm, mm, but mm. The parents should make a lot of istighfar and make salatul hajjad and the ummah should also make because it's our daughter also. 
We cannot laugh at somebody's misfortune. In fact, we should make dua that Allah Ta'ala brings her back safely. Yes, and we need to take the appropriate action. And the person who is responsible for it, that young gentleman who did that, should be taken to a task and be sorted out. Shema. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ustad, my parents have arranged a marriage for me. I am 25 years old. I am studying towards my doctor's degree. I am very scared to accept and they are forcing me. Mawlana Salim, I am not ready as I still want to pursue my studies and career. Also, I do not feel comfortable marrying a complete stranger. What am I to do? Anonymous teen, Ustad. Well, it's very important, as I said to you, mm. that when your daughter or son reaches a marriageable age, get them married. One. Number two, do not force your son or daughter to get married. As Rasulullah said, La nikaha illa that there is no nikah without the permission of the guardian. But to force your daughter, this arranged marriage is Murana. Sometimes parents are looking at it from a monetary value. It's about status. It's about creed and color and language. And they force their daughters to get married. That young lady is not happy because it's not her choice. Mm. Oh, no. To be married to somebody who you don't like, you don't know, who's totally foreign to you, your likes and the person's likes, then the person will come and say to me, but Mulana, that's why dating should be allowed. That's not the reason. Gee, there's many other ways to find out who the boy is, who the girl is. So to the parents of that girl, your daughter is studying, she's completing. We need doctors, uh, mashallah, we need sisters to be doctors, mashallah, to take care mm. of the female patients, subhanallah. So they should, inshallah, encourage her and help her to finish her study. Number two, do not force your daughter to marry. Give her the choice, inshallah, that who she wants to get married. There may be many other proposals. There may be maybe other people, inshallah. Let your child be happy. Sometimes, you know, you brought your child up like a beautiful rose, Malana. You want the best, given her the best Islamic education. You gave her the best English education. She's becoming a doctor. Why don't you give her some happiness? If you're going to marry her and force her to marry that man, the rest of her life, she will hate you. Malana, her rest of her life, she will not be committed to that marriage. They won't be loved. Why destroy another man's life? That man may love you unconditionally, and you're going to just lie there like an ordinary person, dead. Because I have got no chemistry, I have no love for this person. I don't know who he is. To me, he's a strange. So why destroy the life of somebody else? And why destroy the life of your child? <laughs> don't force your child. Yes, give her mashura, give her advice, inshallah. Look out for what is best for her. But it doesn't give you the right to force down marriage down the throat of your son or your daughter. <laughs> we can sit, we can negotiate, we can talk. Inshallah, come to an agreement. Inshallah, what is the best interest of both parties? Mm. Ustad, we've got about uh, four minutes left. Uh, I'm going to ask Ustad, Inshallah, to uh, to guide our beloved teens out there, to all the young girls who are listening, and to all the young boys who are listening. I know they're going to say, no, you know what, uh, we are old-fashioned. Myself and Malana Salim Karim, we are old-fashioned, and everybody has to have a girlfriend. Everybody has to have a boyfriend. And I'm going to leave the listeners here, and I need the listeners' assistance, and I need the listeners' help as well. And of course, I'm going to start with my beloved Fadilatul Honorable Ustad. Please, I need help. If any listener can help me, 
I am the mother of my beautiful daughter. She has lost her virginity. She finally opened up to me. I, as a mom, what should I do? She's going through a breakdown. We trusted the boy, Molana Salim, and today the boy say she came on him. I am a mother. Please, I need help for my 19-year-old daughter, Ustad. What do we do, Ustad? Hmm. Well, immediately, inshallah, Aziz, we need counseling for the daughter, hmm. number one. Number two, the parents need to give her the moral support. Hmm. Hmm. This is not the time to hit her and bash her and disgrace her. She's broken. She's, she's, she's in pieces. Hmm. We need to, inshallah, make her strong. She should read two rakats of Tawbah, ask Allah for forgiveness for the mistake. The boy who did this hmm. should be held accountable for what he's done. He broke the trust. Mm. And as I said to you, as parents, sometimes we are lenient and we allow this to happen. So sometimes, partially, we have to take the blame for being so lenient and allowing this thing to happen. Unfortunately, that's the price that we pay. But Allah Ta'ala make it easy. As I said, we need to sit her down, get some social worker, inshallah, get an alima to sit her down, pacify her, get back her self-confidence, and inshallah, take it step by step. So this is what I'm going to say to the youth of today, mm. boys and girls. Fear Allah. Do what is right. Marriage is sacred. Mm. Your genity, whether you're a boy or a girl, it's such an honor that the day you get married and you can say to your wife or you can say to your husband, Alhamdulillah, not a man or a boy touched me. Mm. You are the first person to open this beautiful rose. Can I say it better than that, Mulana? Mm, mm, mm. Allahu Akbar, Allah. What an honor it is, Mulana, mm. for your wife to tell you on the first day of your nikah that I am a virgin. Alhamdulillah. I thank my parents. I thank my ustad. I thank my siblings that today I'm a pure, chaste wife that Allah has given me a partner like you. Such an honor it is. Likewise, a boy is a virgin also. But Mulana, what are you talking about? He also never touched a woman. He never had sexual relationship with a woman. Never. And today he is saying that, Alhamdulillah, my parents made such beautiful tarbiyat, my ustad, mm. my sheikh, Alhamdulillah, that today is the first time after my nikah that I'm getting this golden opportunity to hold your hands and thank Allah for this gift. I will wait. Mm. Somebody said it, Mulana. I will wait because halal is better. Mm-hmm. If you're going to tell somebody, you know what, I'm going to throw you in the middle of the ocean and you mustn't get wet and drowned. You think that can happen, Monana? Impossible, Ustad. <laughs> Impossible. So when you made the proposal, Monana, your heart is ticking. Mm. Your heart now wants, inshallah, for it to mature and be halal. So for my, I will wait because halal is better. Some beautiful pickup lines, Mulana. Mm. You know, somebody said, MashaAllah, I can see Allah has given you everything. It's on a lighter note, Mulana. Mm. MashaAllah, I can see Allah has given you everything except my number. Mm. So, respected brothers, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. As I said earlier on, my son is my son till he gets a wife. Mm. But my daughter is my daughter till the end of my life. And we see it every day, Mulana. 
our hat goes out to our daughters mm. with old age. Who's looking after them? Who's feeding them? Who's barking them? Who's mm. taking them to the doctor? Who's nurturing? Is the daughter? I'm not saying the sons are not doing it. Some of them are doing it. But well said. My son is my son till he gets a wife. But my daughter is my daughter till the end of my life. So may Allah Ta'ala give ajri azim. Subhanallah. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen. And please, be honored on the day of your nikah to say, Oh Allah, I thank you so much mm. for keeping my life protected, my izzat, my chastity. So subhanallah. Imagine what beautiful children will come out of that relationship, Mulana. We started on the sunnah of Rasulullah, free from all blemishes, free from all gunas and mafiyas, so pure a relationship, so pure uh, love between the couple, subhanAllah. So I think every woman, every young girl who wants to get married should look up to that and say, I want on my day of my nikah yes. to give my husband this pleasant surprise that Amen. alhamdulillah I can reassure you that no man, no boy touched me. Mm. I'm a virgin, and I thank my parents for the wonderful upbringing, my ustads, my siblings, that today, alhamdulillah, Allah showed me this Mubarak day that I'm going to start this new journey. Mm. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ameen, ameen, ameen. If you are in a haram relationship, stop it tonight. Read two rakat salat tawbah. Try and meet that person or phone that person and say, we need to stop this. Mm. If you want, let us make Nikah the correct way. Let's get ulama involved, social workers involved, family members. Let's get married. Marana, I always carry a Nikah book in my car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody tells me 12 o'clock in the night, Marana, there's a young couple that are living in Zina, mm-hmm. I will get up and make that Nikah at 12 o'clock in the night. Mm. I will so, not allow one minute of Zina to, 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 to proceed. Mm. Because it bites the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The curse of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I can't say to the couple, come see me tomorrow morning. Mm. I will get up and do that nikah day and day. So even if the guy is married, Ustad, would you do that uh, as a second wife, no. Ustad? No, 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 no. That's a different story. No, no, no. <laughs> now, now you're pushing it. No, no, hold it. <laughs> all that one. I, I'll, I'll, inshallah, answer that question next week. Inshallah. <laughs> no, no, oh, what a program, Ustad. What a program. Ustad, no, no, no. let us leave you. <laughs> we have to act responsibly. Gee, we'll start definitely. Alhamdulillah. As much as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. Ameen. Ameen, inshallah. Let me end it here, Mulana, since you asked this question. Gee, gee. See a beautiful saying here. We are allowed to marry four. Fankihu ma taaba lakum minan nisai masna wa sulata wa ubah. Marry two, two, three, three, four, four. But there's a beautiful saying here. We are allowed to marry four. But I don't think that's necessary because you, my wife, you are 10 out of 10. Subhanallah. Perfect path. That's the answer, Mulana. Allahu yeah. Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Ustad, let us leave and laugh. We are allowed to marry four. But I don't think that's necessary because you, my beloved wife, you are 10 out of 10. Mm. Allahu Akbar. May Allah keep our marriages intact, inshallah. Ameen. May Allah make it easy for the families where they're having this type of difficulty. Ameen. We have our numbers, Murana Away 3 by number. I can give my number. Maybe this brother's or sister. G, we start. G, G. 083 Call Murana. WhatsApp, Murana. Inshallah, we'll try and give advice. But sometimes we can't answer all the questions. Time is of uh, essence. 
But inshallah, one of these, we can try and help and advise. Amen. And Allah, Allah give all of us ajri azim, forgive our shortcomings, make our wives and our children the coolness of our eyes. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alim. Fi amanillah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Honorable Fadilatul Ustad, it's five minutes after ten. We have to leave you and love you. We will be seeing you guys tomorrow morning. Same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. It said what's happening around the world. They have so many questions, so many messages. People are saying, Mulana, tell the ummah to wake up. We all are drowning and drowning and drowning. We are not even seeing that we are drowning. We are drowning in sun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My message to everyone is that Allah protect our izzat. Allah protect our daughters, and Allah protect our young sons, and Allah Ta'ala protect our marriages. From myself and all of you out there, I love you all for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. From my engineer, Brother Lakolo, and myself, Allahumma hadina, wa hadibina, wa hadina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.